Hello and welcome to Elevate to Success, discussions on project management and leadership ideas, tips and techniques of being a project manager, agile practitioner, or a leader in your organization. So let's go. Hi, and welcome again for another episode. You know, I got some emails and comments uh, in the last couple of weeks from other Scrum Masters and project managers, and they want me to kind of talk about the different uh, anti-patterns of Scrum or anti-patterns within the sprint. So in this episode, we're going to go ahead and talk about um, agile anti-patterns. So this list I'm going to provide to you is uh, sprint anti-patterns that applies to, you know, all of Scrum roles. Uh, like the product owner, the development team, the scrum master, the scrum team itself, as well as also stakeholders within the IT management environment. Okay, you know that some stakeholders out there are not familiar with the practice of Agile and also the scrum ceremonies. And, and this is where you as a scrum master or a project manager will need to educate your stakeholders. So let, let's try to start by going over a few sprint anti-pattern behaviors as it kind of relates to your stakeholders. Now, some stakeholders out there like to try to sneak in some small tasks by going directly to the team, bypassing your uh, product owner. You'll need to, as a Scrum Master, you'll need to nip that in the bud quickly and to avoid any, uh, any issues. Everything is considered also a bug as a stakeholder. This is a gimmick that they use to tend to use to speed up delivery issues by kind of relabeling issues and tasks as kind of serious bugs so you got to look out for that as well so another one is the disruption of team flow in a sprint now there are a couple possibilities for how stakeholders can interrupt the flow of the team and now any of the examples that i tell you will impede the team's productivity and might endanger the commitments and the goals of the sprint your scrum master or product manager or product owner must prevent these from happening the scrum master has a lazy fair policy as far as access to the team you know, especially when he or she is not educating the stakeholders on the, the, the negative impact of disrupting and how those can be damaging to the goals of a committed sprint. Or the scrum master doesn't oppose line managers taking team members off the team and reassigning them other tasks. You know, this is a serious sign of disruption, which means that the line manager, you know, doesn't care of the transition to an agile culture. Or the scrum master doesn't object that the management invites engineers to randomly you know, uh, come to meetings as subject matter experts or the, the scrum master uh, turns a blind eye to mid sprint changes of priorities by the product owner and the scrum master allows, you know, either stakeholders or line managers or the managers to, to turn the daily scrum into a status reporting session. You know, those are really a lot of the anti patterns that I've seen also in the past. I've seen in my, in my experience. Okay, so let's see what the product owners uh, or product managers contribute to anti-pattern behaviors. Um, you know, being an absent product owner, if your product owner is not around most of the sprint and it's not, and they're not available to answer any questions for your team, or ensuring that your backlog for a new work is not identified to achieve sprint goals, this type of attitude might leave you and your team in the dark. You know, not having a flexible product owner could be also a big problem. If your product owner is not flexible to adjust acceptance criteria, meaning that the work task is telling you that the, uh, the agreed upon acceptance criteria are um, no longer achievable, then the team needs to adapt to a new reality of things. And this is 
seen as blindly violating, uh, you know, the core scrum practices. You know, the product owner creates news stories by breaking down um, requirement documents from the stakeholders into smaller chunks. You know, that's called ticket monkey. Remember, product backlog item creation is a scrum team exercise. So the, the scrum teams need to be involved in terms of creating user stories. It can't be just one person creating user stories and giving it to the team. You know, most anti-patterns result from uh, perceived information that is needed. You know, thinking of them as a, a kind of withdrawal uh, symptom. Uh, you know, when it comes to also daily scrum, it can turn out to be a status reporting meeting. You know, teams wait in line to get the report and to give the report to the scrum master and they're looking at them eye to eye um, or, they're, or, or they're providing their statuses to, status to the stakeholders. Well, that's a, a real considered an anti-pattern that needs to be really stopped. You know, when you have also talkative chickens that are actively participating in a daily scrum, you know, these are stakeholders that are supposed to, kind of stakeholders that are supposed to listen and not to distract the team from their ceremonies. This is, I, I see this done all the time. You know, some for some reason, you know, stakeholders or man, line managers, if they are asked, if they, if they want to participate in a, in a daily scrum, you know, they have to throw in their two cents. Then they have to continue to, you know, be the talkative person and try to control the meeting. Um, as you as a scrum master needs to make sure that these line managers, stakeholders, don't disrupt the flow of, uh, of a daily um, stand-up. Um, also, you know, when a daily stand-up is over and a stakeholder reaches out to individuals of the team for kind of specific detailed reporting that they didn't get in the scrum, you know, that's kind of a hacky kind of way of um, trying to get information from team members and, and not really going to you as a scrum master or a product owner. So that means that there's, there's lack of trust. Also, oh, also there's, there's, there's stakeholders where they're assigning tasks directly to the team members. And that's another big no-no and you need to really stop that type of behavior because I've seen that many times where, you know, there's, there may be a, a something small and they think that uh, the team can insert that into the sprint without any issues. Um, so as a scrum master, product owner, you need to kind of nip that very quickly. All right, so in the sprint review, you know, if no stakeholders show up and participate in sprint reviews, this means that, you know, they don't see any value in the event or it's, or it could be also a conflict of their, um, of other meetings that's more important than, you know, providing a, a sprint review. So trying to make sure that there are no conflicts in scheduling uh, sprint reviews so everyone can attend. Again, they might not understand what sprint reviews are. So it would be you as to coach them what, you know, and sell them the importance of what a sprint review is. Okay, so let's go ahead and move on to sprint retrospectives. So the question I'm getting is, should stakeholders participate in the retrospective? And my answer to that is no. Stakeholders, line managers, functional managers, program managers, retrospectives is off limits to the to these folks. Uh, this is a ceremony that's strictly for the team to air out any issues amongst the team, to figure out ish problems, to to establish additional norms or you know how to how they're going to work together. It's for them to discuss amongst themselves. 
you know, stakeholders can get all their information during sprint reviews, sprint planning, backlog grooming, any water cooler conversations, you know, lunchtime, break time, or, you know, schedule a, a, a separate meeting just to provide information to the stakeholder. Okay, so now let's look at um, Scrum stakeholders anti-patterns at the system level. You know, these anti-patterns result mainly from a half-hearted approach to becoming an agile organization. Typically, it ends in the form of what they call a cargo cult agile. So, you know, there's, there's the lack of transparency. The organization is not transparent about their vision, their goals, and strategy resulting in Scrum teams not becoming self-organizing. You'll also find a lack of leadership. Um, you'll have uh, senior management that are not participating or exercising agile practices and they kind of resort back to your traditional project management type of uh, behavior. And like I said, um, cargo cult agile by cherry picking, you know, agile processes are either bent or ignored whenever it seems appropriate. Like for example, um, a product owner role becomes, the, becomes now the project manager role as well as um, the scrum master taking on like a project management role or stakeholders are bypassing the product owner to get things done and getting away with it especially in the eyes of senior management another thing is the lack of discipline to support the agile transformation you know here's another the the organization doesn't spend enough time and budget on proper communications or training or providing them tools and coaching to create shared understanding of the bigger picture of things and the purpose as well as the direction with all the members of the organization the worst thing is telling people how to do things you know back in the day it was a, a valuable trait to train newbies or work groups in an assembly line of a ford model t and especially nowadays you know as we invest more of our time building products that have never been built before this attitude becomes a liability you know, just let the, you know, just let the people closest to the job uh, figure out how to do things. You know, guidance by objectives and providing support when requesting or needed will be appreciated. Now, in regards to steering meetings, this is not the agile way of working. You know, many managers insist on continuing bi-weekly steering meetings to ensure that the teams will deliver all their requirements, uh, commitments, and time. You know, this is really traditional project management ways. And, you know, that's because of a lack of trust by management and not understanding the agile mindset. You know, if it, if it doesn't have value to the team and the sprint and the goals, you know, don't attend these steering committee meetings. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, when problem escalates and gets out of hand, you know, what happens? Management abandons scrum. And this is really a, a classic manifestation of thinking that the agile practices doesn't work. And then command and control thinking just comes into play. You know, most likely, you know, canceling sprints and gathering the scrum teams would also solve the issues. I've seen this over and over again, and it's really difficult to change this behavior. And what you need to do is um, you know, really have strong executive management coaching. So that way, command and control doesn't just come into play. Um, here's another one. I know we covered this earlier but about reassigning teams, members in a sprint as an anti-pattern and that'll cause sprints, sprint goals to fail. I've seen this over and over again where management regularly assigns team members to one, you know, to, to another sprint team and, uh, and causes really disruptions in 
the sprint goals, the commitments, as well as the team composition. Uh, we know as practitioners that Scrum can only live on its potential if the Scrum team members are built, you know, they build trust among each other. Teams that work together for long periods of time is really essential if, if you want to have high performance teams. Okay, so let's go over some of the daily, daily Scrum anti-patterns uh, during a daily stand-up and we'll see how we can fix that. The first thing is overcrowded in the daily Scrum. Now, you, can, you may get a large number of active participants other than your development team that tends to speak during the meeting. Um, you can have probably a few team members are commenting on every issue while other team members are talking on other topics. Sometimes, you know, the, the meeting will end up being a repurposed meeting to discuss issues or new requirements. Now, to fix this, um, to fix this type of end up pattern, you'll need to coach your external members on the concept of what a daily scrum is and protect the team from external influences. Um, if others are present, you'll need to ensure that they don't disrupt the meeting with unnecessary noise that would disrupt the flow and uh, also instruct the team to not act on outside authority role in the daily scrum. Simply just say thank you for your feedback. Now don't be afraid of your stakeholders and kind of you know be polite in your communications with them but let them know that you can take that offline and you can dis discuss that further. Okay, so another one is uh, a, a daily scrum stand-up turned into a status meeting. You know, there are teams out there uh, that'll treat the daily stand-ups as status meetings and focus on looking directly at the scrum master instead of the team directly reporting updates to the whole team. You know, there are scrum masters out there that refuse to give that type of authority away for the sake of being in control. You know, they are so used to control and command, uh, even though they preach agile. You know, for, for those of you scrum masters out there that continue this type of uh, behavior, you know, please check yourself and kind of reread the basics of scrum and your role. So to kind of fix this, um, the way I do it is to uh, uh, make sure that you as a scrum master continue to tell the team that this is not a status meeting. They don't need to start looking and directly looking at you eye to eye. You can also, you know, do other things like not even look at them, not even acknowledge them. So that way they can discuss, they can start looking at their team members. Um, uh, also let them know that, you know, you're here to mitigate any blocks. Uh, you're, you're there to continue to help the team focus on valuable information of sharing and, and team building activities. You know, for you as a scrum master, you can de deploy a lot of techniques like the the five whys if necessary okay so another anti-pattern would be violating the time box or violating the time spent on a daily scrum stand-up so if your daily stand-up doesn't start on time and your your team members are slowly flowing in or they forgot about it and they or they violate the time box here's what you can do to fix this you know i talk to your team members on when would be a reasonable and ideal time to start the meeting start the stand-up this way you can have everybody there. Um, you should coach your team still on importance of the daily stand-up as well as the time boxing. You know, you don't want long meetings because you know team members will start complaining and that's another issue that you'll have to deal with. You know, depending on the size of your team, uh, give them a good, what, a minute or 90 seconds. And if it goes longer than that and they're trying to figure out and resolve an issue in the meeting, you know, uh, then it's your job to facilitate and have them take that offline. 
after the meeting. You know, once once they get an idea into or also into a habit of knowing to not you know take long um, solutionizing into this meeting, then you won't have to tell your team uh, to take it offline. They'll end up doing it themselves. Okay, here's a good one. Uh, too much unnecessary information. Now, sometimes in your daily standups, team members provide, you know, when it's their turn, information, unnecessary information to the team that's not sticking to the purpose of the daily scrum. Now, to fix this, you'll you'll need to remind everyone that they can pass during the standups if they have nothing to provide. Don't force people to talk if they don't have nothing to say. Okay, you know, there's sometimes team members, they lack the preparation when they show up for your daily standups. You know, a few team members are always late or there are no shows. Now, team members, you know, become clueless on impediments and, and these are never identified and the team doesn't follow up on issues, impediments and resolutions. So it's not really basically the team, it's also the scrum master too needs to follow up and kind of start listening to what's going on. Kind of to fix this is have one-on-one -on -one with your team members and try to find out reasons behind their behavior. Sometimes of not showing up or not being prepared if they're just over too overwhelmed or too busy or they have other personal things that they have to worry about. But, you know, as a scrum master, talk to your team, uh, talk to them one, you know, have one-on-one -on -one meetings with them, find out what's going on and, uh, you know, just help them along the way as well too. be a good listener. Okay, there you have it. And these are a few of the anti-patterns that you'll experience. Um, these are, again, some common anti-patterns for you to watch for. So uh, this comes to the end of this episode. So have a wonderful rest of your day. And if you have any questions on anti-pattern behavior, hey, drop me a, a, a note or give me, give me a call. Visit my website at infinitybold.com. Till then, talk to you later. This is Elevate to Success, your host, Lloyd Philip B. with Infinity Bold. For more information on how we can help you with your project management, coaching, as well as mentoring, you can go to my website at www.infinitybold.com and send me an email. Please share this podcast and also tell a friend about us. Until then, keep it real. <laughs>